0: A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy
1: Saturday, Dan.
2: Let's just get to it.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff
2: to talk about, and we'll have all kinds of fun along the way. So we we can forego the fun. At the beginning, right?
1: Yeah. It's right. all fun.
2: It's all fun. Nobody's missing out on anything, so there should be no tears spent. Now- Dan. What? <laughs> I <laughs> on the <hear> end, that. <laughs> what?
1: I know you're disappointed.
2: I am disappointed because I like rambling I... about ridiculous things. Yeah. Sadly, nothing ridiculous happened to me this week.
1: That is sad.
2: It is. <laughs> I have spent my life for the last 10 years talking about dumb things that I've done. Yeah. And I've gotten smarter. <laughs> And now I got nothing.
1: show's declining. Uh, yeah,
2: the show's going down because I'm learning. Anyway, now nah, we've got all kinds of fun stuff. At the end of the show, we'll be talking about paint finishes. And I know that doesn't sound like fun stuff. Believe me.
1: Sounds dull. It sounds
2: dull. Yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah. But it is really important. If you it make is. the wrong choice with the paint finish, it doesn't matter if you've got the right color, paint. if you've got the best paint. Right. A lot of the times that finish can make the job, the project look worse than you wanted it to. Mm -hmm. It can function more poorly or not at all like you wanted it to. You've got to get all of that right. And we spend tons of time on color and choosing the right paint. Don't always spend a ton of time talking about finish. We'll get to that at the end of the show. We'll also be in the studio, or at least we will be, and we'll be talking with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer, about a really cool... Service that she offers.
1: Yeah, design in a day. It's really unique to her. She saw a need in the industry, you know, trying to make design services more affordable for everyone. So, this service specifically, she comes in and you will get a design plan for your space in just a day.
2: Yeah, really, really cool stuff that's coming up. Right now, let's talk about dining rooms, though. I mean, it's a central place in the home. It should yeah. be you know a, a major place where, where your family connects, where guests come over and you share meals together and it should be a great place. Yeah, a you great play board space.
1: games there. All you kinds. at the table.
2: You read at the table. Stuff. You discipline at the table. Sure. You bring the smack down when you're a parent, right? Yeah. And the children will remember that later and it'll be great times. <laughs> all of that happens at your dining room table. And we want those experiences to be accomplished at the most comfortable dining room table you can find. Yeah, And a lot of times people, you know, we make this big purchase and we don't often buy dining room tables. You know, we buy it once and then live with it for a long time. And we don't always realize there's a lot of different things you should consider when you're making that purchase. And I did exactly that. I didn't know all of the things to consider when I bought my Mm -hmm. my original one. And we suffered for about eight years with a table that fit into our space but not not when we were (laughs) at it (laughs) and it was miserable and I don't want anybody to experience that maybe I was just really dumb but I think we'll we'll find out if you knew this stuff or not yeah let's start with before you head to the store a few things that you should do and one of them is to get measurements of your room but it's not just getting measurements of the room it's doing that but also keeping something else in mind and this is what I forgot
1: you need 42 to 48 inches on each side of that table. So between the table and the wall, between the table and the doorway, you want 42 to 48 inches.
2: Yeah, even if you've got little people yeah. that you're trying to sit, like my family. Because they grow. We do grow. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hoping I'm going to grow. But we still need that space to right. get around it. And that's where we really ran stuck. We get somebody into you know, the the end of the table And once the other people take up the sides, there's no getting out. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's really frustrating. So you've got a checklist. Have you gone to the bathroom? Have you done this? Have you washed your hands? Do you have everything Mm. you need? Before you sit yourself over there, make sure you're set.
1: You're not getting out. Yeah, it's really frustrating.
2: You don't want to have that experience. That's bad. So I had done all the measuring. I made sure my table would fit. I even made sure that I, I measured the table with the idea of people sitting at it. And all of that was going to work,
1: but sitting at it, pulling is different your chair, than pulling the chair out and, and going moving around—completely
2: stupid. I don't know why I didn't think of it, but I didn't think of it. But then, when I'm looking online, this is something that a lot of people miss. So
1: you're not alone, Dan. I'm
2: not alone. Now, it's not just—we should mention—it's not just measuring to the walls no, forty-two inches. That's true. Perhaps I have
1: furniture in my dining room. Right. I've got chairs up against one wall. I've got a table up against that same wall, and so really, I would be measuring from the end of that furniture in not from the wall
2: right that's all important another thing to think about before you head to the store just so the people helping you can help you as much as possible another thing to remember is or think about and consider is how many people you plan to regularly seat at that table
1: right not like a party that you want to have someday but like on a daily basis yeah how many many people? people
2: because you need about two foot for each person, right? Yes. And that's going to give them space. I for would elbows, recommend you know, you two don't and a half to three crash foot in, really. with younger children. Oh, sure. There's less fighting. There's less bumping. Yeah. I mean, with, with kids, the smallest touch <laughs> becomes a fight. <laughs> He's touching me. Stop touching him.
1: It's like a that powder thing. keg. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's all waiting to blow.
2: So make sure you keep all of that in mind. One other thing that, that I think is a really, really good piece of advice is to once you... If you can forego, I guess I should say first, if you can forego that urge to buy the table when you see on it.
1: The, yeah, on right,
2: Because we really all want to do that. I'm shopping now. I'm ready to go now. Yep, I, I like found the something table. I like now. Let's get it. Yeah. But if you can forego that, if you could go home and tape off mm. the floor yeah. with the dimensions of the table just to get a visual of how that's going to lay out in your space that's and really work. smart. It might be really good thing to do because uh, furniture stores are great big huge areas and scale is really thrown off yeah. in a big space like that. Right. So if you can do that, I would really recommend going off and taping off the, the dimensions of the table on the floor, laying a sheet down that's folded to fit that. That's good advice
1: for any piece of furniture, but especially the dining room table where it is such a flow of traffic issue. Mm -hmm. You've got to make sure you get it right.
2: And remember the 42 to 48 inches away from that edge, that taped edge, if you do it that way. Okay. Those are the rules of thumb for when you go shopping. Now let's just talk about a few of the different shapes that are out there and the pros and cons of each one. And let's start with round tables.
1: I really like a round table for a tighter space because it doesn't have corners. So I think the flow of traffic around the table is just easier. You can yeah. also push them into corners nicely.
2: Even though they're round, they yeah. can be pushed into a corner. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, They're flexible. I like the fact that they don't have corners or edges because I've got clumsy children sometimes.
1: Or people. Nobody's whacking
2: yeah. their head against the table. Well, You're people. not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of clumsy too. They typically seat more people. If you've yes. got a pedestal table, that'll give you more foot room or leg room. Doesn't really matter for my family.
1: You're not touching the floor. Anyways. No, our
2: chairs, our little feet <laughs> dangle off the edge of the chairs no, as it not is. True. Yeah, but yeah, the, the pedestal really helps with the leg room. That's all really good. Concerns when it comes to a round table is that the bigger it gets, the further away from the food or the center hmm. you become. So probably a lazy susan or something like that in the middle to make passing food back and forth well, a little yeah, easier. Well, yeah, and I
1: guess. That's an interesting point because I normally think about round tables as being more intimate because Mm -hmm. you're facing, you know, the center so everyone can see each other for the most part. But the bigger it gets, I mean, now you are farther and farther away from the person on the other side.
2: And that's where you've got to just figure out how many people I normally need to seat and then work from there. So round tables, rectangular tables, Haley's table of choice.
1: Yeah, this is my table of choice. Um... They're better for open concepts, I think. And that's what a lot of us are running into now. We have a living room that is open to the dining room. And if you have that, I think a round table can be nice. However, it doesn't have the same defining line that a rectangular table has. And so my preference for those spaces is a rectangular table. No,
2: I like that. They're great for long, narrow rooms as well. The traffic flow is easier all the way around them. Uh, the food passing. It's always Super very important easy, and that's right? easy. I really, yeah. The food passing is important. <laughs> Sometimes we don't even enjoy the meal because we're so busy passing the ranch dressing around. Uh, Everybody should just have their own bottle of ranch at my house. Oh my god, it's gosh. our condiment of choice.
1: That's mine too. Yeah.
2: Square tables really quickly. Ah, uh, not a don't big love fan. Them. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think they're great for like a breakfast nook being pushed into the corner. But ultimately, in most spaces, I think they can look a little bit awkward.
2: Yeah. There's more info than than we can cover in this segment, but. Main thing is, get those measurements, remember the 42 to 48 inches, Yeah. go to the store, and then once you've got a table figured out, maybe map come home out. and map it out. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be on the phone with Lauren Figueroa talking about design in a day. Yeah. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned.
0: Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Lite Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore, on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM.
2: And we're back, and Haley and I are on the phone with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer. Lauren, thanks for being here.
3: Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, and you've got an interesting service. Haley, you pitched the idea to me. You ran into a bunch of different uh, blog posts on Lauren's blog about, what was it, one day...
1: Well, it's design in a day sessions. And I'm really interested in this because I think, you know, most of us struggle with design. It's something that is very overwhelming, especially if you're redesigning an entire room or home or you're moving into a new space. And I can imagine that most people also have the idea that they can't get help with these things because it's out of their price range. And then you're even more overwhelmed. I've got to do all of this myself and there's no options for me. So I was really excited that you've got such a flexible option for people on a
2: budget. Yeah. So let's talk about what exactly it is. And then I'm hoping to just get into some examples of where it's really paid off for people. So, Lauren, design, design in a day. day.
3: <laughs> yes, design of the day. So it's sort of exactly what you talked about, Haley. I saw sort of this gap in the market for a service that was really flexible for lots of different kinds of projects. But that was also a lower barrier to entry cost wise, because yeah. we all know design services can be extremely expensive, especially when the designers carrying out the project for you. So I decided to say, what if we could figure out a plan for a project in a single day, get the client everything they need so that they can then execute the project on their own timeline, uh, but also save a lot of money. Um, So basically it's like a five hour session. So we set aside a day um, and the client gets some homework ahead of time. They'll pull some images, they'll put together, you know, their list of priorities about what they wanna tackle during the session. And then when we get there, we just sort of plow through them. So we'll we'll tackle spaces they're looking for, just like furnishings and decor. We'll do kitchen or bathroom renovation projects. Okay. Some people just come with like a list of a hundred questions, and we work our way through them. <laughs> so it's very flexible.
1: <laughs> I like that a list of a hundred questions. That would yep. be pretty fun. <laughs> Rapid fire. Yes. Yep. Yep.
2: Does this happen on site at your place or do you go to the customers or the client's home? Or is it virtual? Oh, yeah, Great
3: question. Yeah. So generally it's on site in the client's home. Um, I have done one or two virtual sessions um, and those work all right, but it's best to be in the space, um, especially when we're sitting inside that whole day. So um, generally what I do is I say anywhere within a two hour radius of where we're located, Um, So we can cover a wide range of location service-wise because of that.
2: Okay. So one obvious question that I'm sure everybody out there is wondering, you know, how do you handle like lunch and stuff like that? (laughs) Does that, that
3: is a great really question, actually. Five um, hours, so Haley. Start at eleven thirty, so eleven thirty to four thirty. Oh. So I tell clients I'm going to eat before and I'm going to eat right after. So oh. don't <laughs> worry about me. Um, and if they want to eat during the session, they can. So um, I think a lot of times when people see the service, they think they're going to be like sitting right next to me at my computer working for five hours with me. But right. re- the reality is that it's a lot of like, we'll talk for 20 minutes about style and figure out the function, then I'll go do my own thing, pull together a floor plan. We come back and we talk about it. Um, And then I give them another break and I go back and start sourcing. So um, I would say like, probably less than half of the time they're actually working as well. So um, there's a lot of breaks for them to even just continue working from home or take a break, have a snack, <laughs>
1: let the dog out, uh, whatever they need. All right. That makes sense.
2: Okay. Well, see, that wasn't a, a crazy, ridiculous Dan question. That it wasn't. That was very
1: practical,
2: Dan. Yeah. I like it. I wanted to know if I needed a budget <laughs> for a meal is what I was getting at.
3: And... I have had clients offer to buy me lunch, but I always feel a little bad about
2: that. Yeah. No, that <laughs>
3: paying for me to be there
2: <laughs> <laughs> right so let's you know I, I I'm assuming you've done a fair amount of these looking at your blog I can see a lot of different um what what did you call it? it's just diary kind of a thing where so you talk about different spaces different experiences maybe pick a couple or some that you think are really really you know a great example of the service or yeah like you know, what really was your hardest success. one what was
1: your favorite maybe putting you on the oh, spot yeah uh, yeah that's a tricky question <laughs> uh, I would say my
3: favorites are usually people who are starting from scratch furniture wise um on the renovation side it's a little bit harder um, in the sense that they have to do some legwork ahead of time to pull samples and things sure. where with furniture um everything that I need to do is available online and in that space directly um so Space planning, figuring out the best flow for the space, and then pulling together like a complete um, like design plan with links to all the furniture. Those I think are the sessions that I leave feeling really proud of because it's like I designed this whole room in one day and they're ready to go.
1: And they've got um, a shopping list and it's all budgeted. Like that's exactly ready to jump yep, into. Yep. I'm sure that's way more satisfying.
2: So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I I guess this is maybe dumb. Maybe you've probably already said this. I am, you know, watching all the soundboards and stuff, trying to make sure we're recording it the right way. So I don't always listen for content. I'm just (laughs) making sure that I can hear your voice. But like Haley just mentioned, they leave what they've got a shopping list and Mm -hmm. it's all budgeted. So I'm assuming that's all part of it. So you're how do you do that? How do you look for furniture? You know, you're finding furniture that will work in the space. But you don't just have to find furniture that works in the space. You've got to find furniture that works in my budget, right? So what mm-hmm. I've got is literally something that I can work with. I mean, that seems like a quite yeah. a process, a uh, communication process to get that all across.
3: Yeah, yeah. I feel like the question is really like process here. So what is a process? Yeah. Um, so for the furniture, we have this really awesome tool. We call it our to the trade portal. Um, it's a tool for interior designers, and it allows you to pull from like hundreds of trade manufacturers all within a single portal. Wow. So we're able to give, it's essentially a platform that allows me to drop ship trade furniture to my client's front door um so huh. i can give them like a link to a collection that i've curated for them they're able to see lead times pricing um i can give them like a full uh, quote of like the whole package if they were to buy everything in it um they get the link to that and then they can purchase items in- individually from that um over time they don't have to buy it all they don't have to buy any of it right but um assuming that items in that are not in their budget They can then take those items. Um, They all have the the item details, you know, the size, um, the dimensions. So they can say, all right, I need a sofa in this color and this size. This particular one is maybe out of my budget, but I can then go to a resource that's more in my budget, like maybe like a Wayfair or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, and use those parameters to then purchase things that make more sense for them.
1: That's really smart.
2: The question? Yeah. Well, the answer?
1: I'm, yes, Dan. Can we both <laughs> the be smart? Okay, the question. The answer was very good. No, I like that it's essentially kind of like the multiple listing sites for real estate agents where they can see everything that's on the market and have a budget. Yes. And then they're just giving those links to their clients. That makes, yeah. Huh.
2: All right. So yeah. you mentioned that when you start from scratch, when when the homeowner doesn't have... Any furniture or they're redoing. I'm assuming they all have furniture to some extent, (laughs) but they're replacing it all. Those are the easy ones. Those are the fun ones. You said we really just have free Mm -hmm. reign. I want to talk about the less fun ones, but I want to do that on the other side of the break. Can you hang with us over the break? Absolutely. I'd love to. All right. We'll be back in the studio with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer, talking about design in a day. A really cool process, a really cool... Service, budget-friendly service, yeah. Yeah. If you need something like that, might be something for you. We're going to talk about it more on the other side. Hang with us.
0: If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back,
2: and Haley and I are on the phone with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer. Talking about a really cool service, Design in a Day, Lauren will come out and in the course of five hours, help you figure out what you need to do with whatever space you're particularly working with. A
1: plan, a shopping list, floor plan.
2: All kinds of stuff. Last segment, we talked about Lauren's favorite approach to this or... Favorite, you know, the, the way it works out the best sometimes is when everybody's starting from scratch, and yeah. replacing the furniture, and it's easier in some regards, and it's probably more rewarding. I think that was what I gathered from that. You just see this whole space come <laughs> together that you put together, and very cool, right, Lauren? Absolutely. All right, so I got that part right. Now, let's talk about the thing you kind of, you know, you, you hint at. When you talk about your favorite, it automatically <laughs> means there's a less favorite. <laughs> Or one that's harder (laughs) or one, whatever. Let's talk about those and let's talk about the scenarios where somebody has all the furniture. I've already got all the stuff that I want to work with or that I can't afford to replace it. What can you do in a situation like that? Because I know, before I let you go with the question, I want to clarify a little more. I know when people will come into the store at RepcoLite and they're not replacing their furniture, some of the key things in the room, they feel like they're really locked in. I've already got mm-hmm. a color on the wall that works. I can't imagine another color that's going to really change the space because I'm not changing my furniture. Right? How much change can you bring about when some of those key items aren't going to change?
3: Mm, that's a challenging question. <laughs> There's only so much you can change. So I think in those scenarios, um, I would see what I have to work with. Um, come up with the best possible solution with those items, but then maybe nudge the client on one or two new items um, that might take the space just to that next level. I think sometimes people need to see the plan or the idea mm-hmm. in order to buy into it mm-hmm. um, and realize that they can let go of the thing that they already have.
2: Now that makes that a makes lot sense. of sense because, yeah, I can picture that you know, normally for me it would be it wouldn't be um, an attachment emotionally. Well it might be. Yeah but most of the t- <laughs> now that I think about it, I do have that problem. I attach yeah. feelings to everything I own. You know, the couch mm-hmm. has a personality. Uh, and but really when I'm hanging on to things, it's even more about the money. You know, it's more about that. And when I can see the value, when somebody can show me the value of making mm-hmm. that switch or that change. Yeah, And I can realize, okay, I don't have to wholesale change everything in the space. But if I do get a new couch or a new whatever, a new favorite chair, (laughs) it will make a big impact on the space. And that's what you're saying. That's what you try to push them towards. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, like the great thing about the day session is that I'm not asking you to do it all right now. This is a plan that you can use. You can execute it over the course of a year or two. So I could say, all right, you know, we're going to use your current sofa now, right. but you know, down the road, it would be really cool. You know, if you replace this massive sectional with, you know, a sofa and two accent chairs, you're going to get more of that feel you're looking for. So buy the accent chairs now, and then down the road, buy the sofa. Um, and you can kind of gradually get to that stage. You like, cause we can't all just do it all at once. That's,
1: well, Not no, practical I, I think that's a budget. really <laughs> practical approach. I think that's what's so nice about the service in general is that it's design in a day, but that's the plan in a day. And then it's design right. on your own schedule. <laughs> like it's <Yes>. coming together <laughs> over time. And I think that's less overwhelming for one. And it's also just more budget friendly. Like I think any of us can wrap our heads around doing that, whereas doing everything at once, replacing everything at once is it's really taxing.
2: No, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Lauren, we've probably got about 4 minutes or so left. I'm curious if there are any of these experiences, you know, that stand out to you where you walked in and you really made a big difference and the customer was really really excited about the new direction. You know, is there anything that jumps out at you from all of these that you've done?
3: Yeah. Um, I would say maybe two specifically. So, the first one was kind of that scenario I described before about Um, someone starting from scratch with furniture. So they'd been in the house for a long time. Um, She was a medical professional, super busy. And she was like, my kids are to that point where they're not going to destroy my furniture. So I just want (laughs) to upgrade this one room. Um, And we pulled together a plan that she was really excited about. and I was really excited about too. And the room had really good bones. Um, And she just executed it like so perfectly. And she did it like really fast too which i know we're just describing that that's not necessarily the point but <laughs> but it's it cool if cool you can see, yeah yeah and to see her be able to just like buy everything in that collection and bring it all together really quickly but also be able to like save so much time and cost by executing it on her own Um, So I was just really excited for her that she was able to just like trust the plan and get it all done and end up with an end product that she was really excited about. Um, So that's on the furniture side. I would say on the other side, I had a couple of clients, um, young parents. They just bought this house that was um, like wallpaper everywhere, but in pristine condition, probably from like the 80s. Oh, that wallpaper. Um, (laughs) Really rich wood um, kitchen with like, bunch of like weird walled off areas. (laughs) like you Perfect know that kind of 80s house like a little time capsule. <laughs> yes, and like it would have been a beautiful kitchen in the 80s. Um but yeah, so she had a really good idea what she wanted for her kitchen and so I ended up just spending almost the whole 5 hours just like 3D mocking up her kitchen. Wow. Um because that's what was going to be most helpful for them. And so by the end of the session, we had this beautiful 3D model that that she could then take to Um, A local carpenter, or like a kitchen and bath showroom, and already have her plan in place. Wow! um, In order to then just execute it, and that's the kind of thing where if I'm doing a full service design project, um, they might not see that drawing for like six or seven weeks. Yeah, Um, because that's a but in this scenario she got it
1: in a day. Wow. Wow! I mean, that's really incredible. I'm, yeah. like, taken aback.
2: And she she works with me, Lauren, and she's seen amazing things accomplished. So that is quite a compliment that is being Aww. hurled your way. I'm
1: no, honored. really, that's huge. I mean, not yeah. just for you, the amount of work, but for the customer. The and, value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it cuts back on that back and forth time so much because I
3: can just be like, hey, come over here for a sec. What do you think of this idea? Instead right. of being like, let's have a meeting, let's have a call, and sending things back and forth. Forward.
2: Are you working at their table? Like a kitchen yep. table? Yeah. See? That's what I'm picturing.
3: Yeah. That's my office perfect. is always different with the day sessions. session.
2: Do you, do you ask them to keep it down sometimes? I'm trying to work over here.
3: Oh you know, there have been times I've wanted to. Yeah, I, I can imagine. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah.
2: that's why I don't run one of those. Well, that and a million uh-huh. other reasons, but I wouldn't have the patience for it. How do you see pictures of all of this? They share them with you, you know, the, the implica- or implications, the implementation <laughs> is what I'm go. trying to say. you see pictures <laughs> yes. of the implementation? I
3: do get pictures down the road. It's always very spe- spaced out because... People are all executing on their own time frames. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do get to see pictures and it's always fun. I feel like a proud parent yeah, <laughs> for a Totally. Teacher. <laughs> like, totally. Oh, you executed that so well.
2: <laughs> no, I like that. We're almost done, almost out of time. Uh, one other quick thing that came up, I don't even know what we can do with it or if it's a conversation or a question or anything. But you mentioned something <laughs> that I think it was that first example that you gave that they trusted the plan. Mm, And the fact that you said that makes me, again, think that there's probably plenty of times where maybe people don't, or is that something that you run into? And I think it's, I know we've talked to other interior designers where that is a roadblock sometimes. People bring in an expert, and then they have a hard time letting go. They have a hard time trusting the Mm -hmm. plan. You see that as well, Lauren?
1: Yeah, I definitely
3: see that as well. I think with the day session, it's a little less um, prominent just because... I'm not executing it for them. So, and that's the phase at which I think you see that pushback. Mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> um, so I think like that being said, it's fun to see them execute the plan exactly as I've laid it out. But the reality is this is their home. This is their finances. Right. And so the service allows that flexibility of them to have a plan that has all the pieces, but then they can then modify it and change it however they want. And I don't feel as tied to the end result because typically day sessions aren't what you're going to see in my portfolio you're going to see projects that i've carried out um right but they have the plan to do it in that way but they can then have a little bit of flexibility to have fun and change it up as well
2: no i think that's really great and i think that that opens it up or at least makes it clear to me that this isn't just about helping me with my budget you know that this service can help me do that help me get a professional designer in that's what we talked about at the beginning right but it also helps people who perhaps could be a bit of a control freak (laughs) which also helps me out i can get that input which really will help me but i still have a little more control without having arguments or discussions or having to push back i can implement on my own the things that i really like and while i can see from your point of view it's more fun to see it all implemented From my point of view, I'm going to feel great about being able to intelligently implement the parts that I really Mm -hmm. like if that's how it shakes out. And I still think everybody benefits because I'm making better design decisions because I've been informed by an expert. By an expert. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lauren, if our listeners want to reach out to you, get in touch, they can find you. Just why don't you give out your contact info and let us know how they get more info about this design in a day.
3: Yeah, for sure. So my website is lfdesigns.co. And if you go to that website, uh, the page for the design in a day is lfdesigns.co forward
1: slash design in a day. And we'll link to that in our show notes for you.
2: And that'll send the droves and droves of people to your website. You're probably (laughs) going to shut down your servers.
1: Shut it down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Anyway, Lauren Figueroa, thanks so much for talking with us today.
3: Absolutely. It's been a pleasure.
2: All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about paint sheens and how to find the right one. That's just ahead. Stay tuned.
0: If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On News Radio, Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back. And Haley, we've got
2: one more segment, and it's going to be all about paint finishes. Yes. And we're going to make it really fun.
1: Yeah, this is what everyone's been waiting for.
2: Yeah, I know. So. I've been counting down the moments. <laughs> oh, I wish Lauren would just hang up so we could get to oh paint my finishes. Gosh. Lauren, that's a joke. I'm sorry. She understands me.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. She gets me now. I think she does. She's starting to get you more.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So... So it's a joke. Nobody's offended. Everybody's happy. Paint finishes. Let's get to that. It's important because if you go through all the work of finding the color, and we all know how, how much work can be, be involved in found, finding the right color. Let's say you go through all of that work. You find the perfect color for your home. Then you go and you find the very best paint that money can buy. Mm-hmm. Perfect for your your space and all of that. Then you buy the best tools because we're always right. harping about tools. Yep. Always going on and on and on about the right tools. You do that because you're sick of listening to us. And then you put all of the knowledge that we've poured into your
1: brains
2: (laughs) through the show and the stuff you already knew. put that all to work and you do an amazing job in your space. All of that energy, all of that money, all of that time. And if you use the wrong finish... It's very likely you're still going to be very disappointed when it's done. It's down the drain. You know, imagine a nice living room where you're trying to create a very intimate setting, a cozy setting, and you do all of that work and you put a semi-gloss on the walls. Even a satin sheen on the walls can be too shiny for a space like that. It's
1: very distracting.
2: It's very distracting and it it just doesn't create the vibe that Mm -hmm. you were going for. You're completely off, even though everything else on paper looks perfect.
1: Well, and then outside of just like the aesthetics that sheen creates or doesn't create you've got the practical application of sheen i mean sheens are specifically meant for certain situations and they're not meant for other situations so if you've got a flat on your trim or your door it's going to get dinged up and you're not going to be able to clean it like you would a semi-gloss which is what you'd want in that situation a
2: flat finish that you even try to wipe down is going to burnish, which exactly. means you're going to get little shiny spots all yep. over it. Every time you handle it like a door mm-hmm. or something like that, you're going to see that. Right. So you've got to avoid that. So let's just talk about some of the basic finishes and where you would generally use them. And let's start with a flat finish, a true flat finish, Haley. Dead flat. Dead flat. Where would you put that?
1: Ceiling. In okay. And only the ceiling all right haley's telling you
2: only ceilings for flat paint
1: i really i just i have not run into another situation where i can be so careful as to not burnish a flat i mean ceilings you're not touching them you're not usually cleaning them at
2: my house no it's like way way up there (laughs) i'm never touching that i don't think our ladders would allow us to reach the ceiling
1: stop (laughs) you're not that short But the point is, is that it also doesn't reflect light back into the space. It also hides some of the texture on the ceiling. Which is why you
2: do the flat on the ceiling. It's got a lot of benefits in that application. right? And it's all perfect there. You really, you know, generally we try to steer people away from any other finish on the ceiling. The flatter, the better. Benjamin Moore's premium waterborne ceiling paint is Ideal, ultra, flat. Yeah. ultra dead flat, perfect for your ceilings, terrible for your doors or something like right. that. Right. Never think about it. So a matte finish, the next step up from flat. What do you like about that?
1: I really, I love a matte finish, um, specifically because I love color. And when you have a matte finish on the wall, your eyes are just able to soak into that color. But you still have some of the cleanability of like an eggshell. Mm-hmm. Not quite as much. You know, it's not the most durable finish out there, so I think you've got to really choose wisely. <laughs> Find those spaces that don't get a ton of wear and tear, like a dining room maybe. You know, wherever that makes sense in your home, it can be a great finish, just you've got to be mindful of that.
2: Right. You don't, it's not going to be something you put on cabinets, doors things like that, that would really, really be pushing.
1: Yeah, you're pushing the limits of yeah. products at that point.
2: But a room that it you'd need minimal wiping, you know, but it still can be wiped down, unlike mm-hmm. a flat. We would generally steer you towards Optima. RepcoLite's Optima is great. Benjamin Moore Scuff-X in a matte finish. Yeah, that's that a really would be nice product. a really interesting product. As, you know, if you really want something that's going to be durable and resistant right. to scuffing and things like that and still want that matte finish... That would be a great way to go. There's all kinds of different options. That's a matte finish. Let's work our way up. Eggshell.
1: Eggshell is probably the most popular common sheen that we see on walls. So think living room, bedroom, dining room, you know, whatever that common space is. Most likely you have an eggshell on the wall because you're getting a little bit of the best of both worlds here. It's not super shiny, but... It's shiny enough where it's really going to be durable still. You can still clean it really well. It's got a better life than a mat or a flat. All
2: right. Where else would you go with it? How far would you push an eggshell? Cabinets, doors, trim, bathrooms.
1: Still, I think that's pushing it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to make sure we got on the table.
1: I mean, you I've seen people do it, and I think that in certain situations, in certain homes, lifestyles, that... Can work. However, that is not mine.
2: Yeah, what she means is no children. You don't take baths regularly. (laughs) Shower once a week. Possibly an eggshell would be okay. Mm -hmm. We'd really recommend it for your normal living spaces on the walls. That's where it's best. Now, we should back up one step. Matt finish for a bathroom. We generally would say... Avoid it at all costs, right? Absolutely. But there is one option or one exception to that rule, and that's Aura Bath & Spa. It is a matte finish, and it's the best paint that we've got for bathrooms.
1: Yeah, like overall, you know, you could put a semi-gloss on the wall, and it's still going to be better than that semi-gloss because it's been specifically designed to resist any of that moisture buildup. It's like magic, really incredible stuff.
2: Yeah, or a bath and spa. You can get all the color benefits that Haley talked about. You just soak into a color on Mm -hmm. a matte finish. And you can get that in your bathroom now with that product. If you're not going to use that product... And you use the shower on a regular basis. You know, there's a lot of steam and stuff and moisture in the air.
1: Bumping into that satin that we're going to talk about now.
2: Right. Now, satin sheen. So, yes, you're picking up up more sheen at this point. More wall imperfections become visible as you're working. You know, because every time you move up in sheen, all of that becomes more and more visible. The Mm -hmm. flat that we're putting on the ceiling hides Hides. almost everything. The mat hides a lot. Yeah. Eggshell hides a fair amount. Yeah. Satin sheen hides some. But it's starting to expose them now a little bit, too. Exactly. So you get that, but you do get a lot of washability. So any kind of really crazy high traffic areas, you know, little kids. I know my like hallway. mudroom
1: or something. My hallway
2: yeah. with the little kids was a satin sheen just because they would run down the hallway with their hands out. Uh-huh. So we'd have these dark <laughs> streaks right where they were going oh, all the good. time. Yeah. And we could wash it off. Yeah. But as they got older, we could move to an eggshell and eventually sure. a mat, which looks nicer. But for practical reasons, the satin sheen worked really well. Cabinets, Cabinets, doors, now you can start using that. Yes. Semi-gloss, very basic, very common for trim, doors, cabinets, all of those things as well, right? Yeah, it's
1: going to have the most sheen out of the ones that we've talked about. And the more sheen you have, the more durable, the more it's going to take a beating.
2: Rarely are we going to see... A semi-gloss on the walls, though. Yeah, no. Not unless it's an institutional setting. <laughs> Sometimes our homes feel like they should be institutions. And perhaps, if that's you, semi-gloss might be right. Anyway, we don't expect you to remember all of that. Just head to any RepcoLite or Port City Paints. Tell us what you're working on, where you're painting. We'll make the recommendations. Absolutely. Haley, that's it. That's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. I'm Dan Hansen. And
1: I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.